So hello, and welcome to the first episode of an anime podcast. Here on the podcast, we give you our first impressions of different anime based on their first episodes. Today, we'll be talking about the first episode of Hellgirl, and whether we think it's good enough for you to keep watching or stop watching. My name is Kido, your host, and joining me today is horror aficionado and film fanatic Elijah Juan Tatum. What Tell up? us a little about yourself and what kinds of insights you bring to the podcast. Well, I can bring a lot of things to this podcast. Uh, as you just mentioned, I am a horror movie aficionado, but I also just a film buff in general. And I'm getting more and more into anime and the different genres of it, so I can bring a quirky, funky spin to things. That sounds good. Keep it spicy. You want to mention anything else you're doing? Any other creative projects you're working uh, on? Yeah, I'm actually will work on a film, and uh, it will be out at some point in the future. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. So I suppose I should introduce myself. So I'm an author and a senior at San Diego State University. Um, I've been a tutor of English reading and writing for more than two years and have logged more than 2,300 hours or 99 days of anime over a six-year period, uh, starting when I was 17, with Fairy Tale. Uh, but I probably wouldn't have been exposed to the wider world of anime if it wasn't for a friend who, who introduced me to Claymore, which is basically just this anime about these badass women wearing badass armor with some badass swords fighting badass demons. Why have I not heard of this until right now? <laughs> Well, then I'll have to show you sometime, yeah. and maybe we'll have to cover that here. But what about you? When did you first start with anime? You said you've been watching anime, but what really kicked it off for you? Um, like most people, with Dragon Ball Z or Sailor Moon, as a kid, I watched both, and but I didn't know what they were. I thought they were just cartoons, and then uh, shortly after high school, you introduced me to anime and really got me into it, and then I just took what you gave me and ran with it, so... I've been watching anime for about six years also. Not half as many hours <laughs> logged in as this guy, but I have my fair share. And what are your favorites? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, Nichijo, Barakamon, Elfin Lead, or Elfin Lied, and Workshop of Fun. That is something I've watched consecutively. And what is Workshop of Fun? It's an anime about these three middle school girls who befriend each other and create a club called the Pastimers Club, and they just get into a bunch of shenanigans, and it's very, it's slice-of-life comedy, so if you like that genre, give it a watch. <laughs> okay, maybe we'll have to do that one, too. We just because there's so many different varieties of humor within the anime world that, I don't know, it goes every, everywhere, every which way. Yeah. Um, okay, so now the introductions are kind of out of the way, let's get into Hellgirl, otherwise known as Jigoku Shoujo. Uh, so here's the synopsis. Have you heard of Hell Correspondence? Those with a powerful grudge may only access this mysterious website at midnight, allowing them to enter anyone's name and have that person be ferried straight to hell. I, Enma... The Hell Girl will not judge whether or not the chosen target deserves punishment. She will merely exact revenge on them for you. Not much is known about this young girl other than uh, that she swiftly carries out her tasks with the help of three straw dolls. There's just one catch, though, however, as payment for carrying out such a request. The user must condemn themselves to an afterlife of hell. Thanks. So... How would you describe the first episode, what it's about, and then what your first impressions are? My first impression of it 
was, what am I watching? <laughs> it was good. It was, it definitely captivated me and kept my attention, but it is one of those animes that leaves a lot to the imagination, I'm assuming, until the end. And then everything just connects and makes sense. But uh, it's it's dark. And will leave you questioning a lot. And I like that. I was a little bit surprised by how good it was, uh, personally. Like, I did, I did really enjoy it. And it's just something that we picked after just kind of going back and forth a little bit about, should we watch something that you've seen? Should we watch something that I've seen? Blah, blah, blah. And it turned out to actually be pretty good, one that I think would be worth going further into, like you said. Right. Basically, as a background, right, the girl in the first episode, I'm not sure if the show's episodic and it covers a lot of different people, which it kind of seems like it does based on the synopsis, but at least the first girl in the first episode is being bullied at school and she's called like a gas ball or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it starts just with this kid who's really annoyed by her and she texts the class like group chat that like, Hey, she's really annoying. And she finds a way to make fun of her and it just spirals out of control. So this poor girl is just being berated day to day and she's considering sending the girl who started it all to hell, if not more of her classmates. What did you think of the characters? Well, for the main character, for the girl who was being bullied, I thought that they did a really good job of making her... Because at first I didn't know that she was being bullied. I thought she was feeling bad over the person being bullied. Oh. I thought she was just very sympathetic. Right. I just wanted to help without being involved until it was revealed she's the one, she's the target. So that was interesting. I think the character overall, or characters overall are pretty well-rounded, but it's the first episode, so we'll see what the creators do with them. There's something that I want to address in terms of kind of like how we perceive generally, like just people generally perceive whether or not a film is good and how they gauge it. Mm -hmm. So you as a film buff, like I'd really appreciate your insight on like what makes a film good, what makes a show good, um, especially for this episode and get your feedback on that. But Basically, in literary and film studies, there's the idea of being in conversation with a text, right? So, meaning interacting with what's on screen, whether that means reacting emotionally or making you think about its characters or ideas or telling friends even. Um, so, do you think the show was effective in getting you into conversation with it? Yes, I I very much do. Any show or movie that leaves me with questions and leaves me feeling extremely engaged with the characters or the plot or the script, to me, gets points. May not always be the best movie, but it definitely gets points. So what kind of questions did this first episode specifically leave you with? Why the, uh, what's the character's name that takes the souls? Right. So we can just call her uh, Hellgirl. Hellgirl. What? happened to her was she just a, is she just a demon was she once a human and the people that were with her what are they right that was something that was really unclear because it i think halfway through the first episode i knew that she was a significant point of like what characters were going to be interacting with mm -hmm. but i was really confused by the, the people who were around her 
Um, and it was a group of guys and there were a couple girls, um, as well, but I didn't really understand their purpose. Like, were they also demons? And it kind of seemed like they were by the end of the episode because there's that scene where one of the characters gets cast into hell and a lot of those characters were introduced to in the beginning that were unsure about, are they demons or not? They're there torturing that girl in hell. The show reminds me a lot of death note um how it yeah what's up i just say i haven't seen death note yeah you you haven't seen death note but basically i mean death note is what most people know as pretty much the precursor to a lot of these like mystery horror-ish type of anime where a notebook's dropped by a demon onto the world and whoever finds it can use it to write names in it and basically sentence them to death um Now, I think in Death Note, it's been a while since I watched it, but it also comes with a curse. And obviously the curse in Hellgirl is that whoever decides to sentence another person to hell also will go to hell after they die. Right. Um, Whenever it is that they die. It's not like they go to hell with the person when they sentence that person to hell. But the person they do sentence to hell goes to hell immediately. So that was a really interesting aspect um, in that that kind that idea flitted in my mind that hey this is kind of like death note um but in terms of putting me into conversation with the text um of hellgirl i thought that it was really effective in the sense that i felt an emotional connection to the main character being mm-hmm. bullied so much but i also felt a connection to the bullies in a sense and it's not like the bullies were completely demonized either because there there are times where you kind of are pissy or you're just angry at why people do certain things even though it's not necessarily their fault like right. they don't stand up to themselves and it's just kind of irritating to see that right. and that's what happens in hellgirl um, with the main character is basically people are just angry initially at how much she says sorry for things that she shouldn't even be sorry for things that aren't her fault i agree um i thought that maybe the uh, original bully was trying to toughen her up by putting her in a position where she was being bullied but it didn't do that and i was like oh okay noted (laughs) (laughs) yeah And that was really interesting. I mean, I didn't know where anything was going to go with that, but I was pleasantly surprised by how things ended. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there is definitely a diverse cast of characters um, that have the potential for development in later episodes, which we haven't gotten to, um, obviously. But really, those few characters who are developed that first episode are pretty strongly built. They don't feel fake. They don't feel underdeveloped, per se. Um, they're very grounded it's a very grounded the very grounded characters very grounded writing mm-hmm. now i think we might have already answered this question but i just have to ask it again is have we seen this anime before have you seen it have i seen it i've never heard of this anime until today i haven't either honestly <laughs> i you know i have that app that we watched it on mm-hmm. on the tv and i mean there are just so many anime out there Usually when I pass by things, I kind of remember what they are mm-hmm. um, based on like the picture, the thumbnail or, or you know, whatever the synopsis is. But I had literally never seen this. I've never, ever heard of it. It was it was a pleasant surprise, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the thing, too, is that a lot of anime in the horror genre aren't necessarily that great. Um, there was one that we passed over called Another, which is really good. But for the most part, other ones are just kind of eh, kind of shitty. I, mean, I don't have much else to say about the anime other than I'm 
very excited to continue watching and see where it, see where it ends up. Yeah, I just really hope that the because you know some anime the first episode is really good and then every episode after that it just gets worse and you're like ooh <laughs> yeah yeah no there will definitely be ones that I'll be reviewing with you or other people on the podcast um, in the specific genre of isekai which is like you're transported into a different world and mm-hmm. usually it's like a game world. And a lot of the, online or like sort out online, and a lot of those anime start off really strong, and then it just goes completely downhill. Like it flatlines, or it just becomes garbage. Um, so that's that's a whole nother fucking. I was gonna say tomato. <laughs> I don't know. What I was gonna say tomato. that's a whole other thing. Jar of cookies or whatever, whatever the thing is. Anyway, do you think that this is worth someone else's time to watch? I think it is definitely worth someone's time. If you've already seen it, you know, maybe reply or something with your own opinion on what you think. Start a conversation. That's true. And who do you think this anime would appeal to? Uh, mm. Um, this anime would appeal to anybody really that likes watching things that require thought and it requires dedication or anybody that likes suspense, supernatural horror stuff or anybody that just likes cutesy looking characters because the hell girl's really cute like she's so cute and adorable it's but dauntingly so wait i actually have to ask you think she's daunting in what way just her eyes describe her eyes her face is so it's very porcelain doll like and her eyes are big and red and when the camera or the animator whatever hones in on them i look into them and i'm like oh no they do look okay so for any of you who haven't seen it they do actually look very doll like they look very porcelain like and i don't know how to describe it because animated eyes are so wild (laughs) (laughs) but it's weird because it's a it's animation but looking into them i'm like i can't look away but i feel like i need to look away because i don't like it's a fear mixed with an allure right yeah, that makes sense. So I can understand the intimidating aspect then. Yeah. Um, just as a, as a quick aside um, in relation, my aunt, my dad's side of the family, she had a collection of glass dolls, and that shit was terrifying because yeah. I remember one time I went over when I was about 12, and I spent the night, and I don't remember if Lisa was there. I think she was in the hospital or something. But anyway, I slept in her room, and her whole doll collection was on, like, a wardrobe, like a shelf to wardrobe, and they were all facing me, and I was just there on the bed. My feet were, you know, closer toward them, but I could see them. Like, they were in my line of vision, and all I had that night was literally the sound of the clock just going. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I did that thing that I don't know if other people do as a child where you like you try not to breathe so monsters don't catch you. You just hold your breath and you hide because you're like, if you can't hear me, you can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if like I had thought about that, then the aspect of Hellgirl which is the doll-like scary figure with the red eyes, I think she would have been way more intimidating um, to me, but I'm glad I didn't (laughs) think that at the time. Well, you will now. (sighs) (laughs) I guess so. Okay, that's been all. I'm your host, Keto. I'm your host, Elijah. Thank you for listening. See you on the next one. Peace.